Welcome to the Disney View Podcast. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer. He's a one-time cast member, and he's been to Disney World literally hundreds of times. Listen in as he talks about one of his favorite things, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, and occasionally beyond the Orlando theme park. And now, here's your host. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, on today's podcast, as you may hear in the background, I am live on, on assignment, I guess you could say, in the Magic Kingdom. I'm standing next to the uh, Tomorrowland Speedway, and I'm actually headed over to the new Fantasyland. I want to check it out and see what's going on over there. Uh, I want to check all the new things out that are there and kind of give you a first-hand account of what I see, um, because uh, I haven't been here since they started. So I'm walking along past the uh, teacups, and I'm headed down to where Mickey's Toontown used to be. And I see in front of me the great uh, Snow White's uh, Seven Dwarf Mine Train ride. And it's still, uh, it's still under construction, but wow, it's, uh, it's spectacular. You may remember on a previous podcast, I talked about how they wanted to put a mountain in, uh, in the Magic Kingdom behind the castle. And there was a lot of discussion about how to use the space where 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea used to be and put sort of a mountain in there. And, uh, well... It looks like they're actually doing that. They're building something that's remarkable and actually sort of mountain-like. And I think you'll be able to see most of the roller coaster on the outside part of it so that you can kind of get a view of what it looks like. I think that's actually very cool. Um, looks a little daunting for a roller coaster, um, for a kid-sized roller coaster, but I think it'll be uh, kind of interesting to see how it all works out. It's, uh, it's pretty exciting. It looks pretty exciting. They have these little peak holes to go in, and you can kind of see what's going on. And they tell you to take a peek, and you can see the uh, construction ongoing. So that's kind of neat. I noticed in front of the... Um, in front of the teacups, there was a, uh, a sign with the seven dwarves painting the roses red. And I thought that was very cute. Uh, kind of a nice touch to kind of add back in there. So I'm uh, cont- continuing around. Uh, the construction walls are all up uh, along where the uh, mine train is. But the rest of the, everything else looks to be open. And uh, as I look over to the right, I see the um, Dumbo attraction with its spinning, its, its reverse spinning Dumbo. So they go, they go opposite directions from each other. And there's a little bit of a water feature around them, which is really kind of cool. And uh, I want to see if I can get a picture here, because this is actually pretty neat where they've got the water feature. And it really does look pretty neat. It's very clever. And, of course, the uh, wait times, I've noticed the wait times on the uh, standby list, much shorter than Dumbo ever was when it was in the other location. So this is very cool. And they got a big top tent that actually uh, is where you um, would get your, uh, get your, your uh, ticket to be able to ride. So you wait in there, and it's sort of non-queueless. It's a non-queueless queue, so you actually hang out inside and uh, just get to do some interactive stuff, and they give you a little uh, card to hold on to. Um, so you just wait for your, your uh, ride, ride vehicle to be ready, and then they just uh, take you on, and they, they put you on the attraction. So it's actually very cool. And uh, this is really neat. I'm totally impressed by uh, what they did with Dumbo. I mean, it really it has a much more uh, circus feel to it, which is kind of, I guess, what you'd expect from Dumbo, really. Um, so it's a little different than, uh, than what we had seen before. This is the entire circus area. So they, uh, they call it the, let's see what the sign says exactly. Um, Storybook Circus is what it says on the sign. You walk into it, and it's got the circus feel to it. So you have the Dumbo attraction on one side. You have Big Top Souvenirs, which is where the, uh, the giant shop is. It's the, uh, it looks similar to the shop they used to have uh, when it was Mickey's Toontown. 
Um, and I think it's the, the uh, same retail space, actually. But it's a little bit more themed toward uh, um, Dumbo and some of the other things. It's very cute the way they've done it. Um, and they've given everyone, like, circus costumes to wear, which is, I think is kind of cool. So I'm just going to take a peek around here a minute and see if there's anything interesting. It does look like a giant tent, a giant circus tent inside. And uh, very nicely laid out. Ah, and there's food. I see there's a little food pavilion in the middle where they sell, like, uh, cotton candy and, uh, like, icy slurpy type things. They call them Goofy's Glaciers. And then, of course, caramel corn and all kinds of other concoctions. Oh, that's funny. The Mike and Sully uh, candied apples. I like that. So let's see what else we see here. Uh, character apples, all kinds of things. And they're making stuff here. It's really cool. This is actually pretty neat. So it's more circus-like in that sense, too, where they sell circus treats. Very cool. And I see back here there's the area where they used to have the uh, Mickey meet and greet back when it was Mickey's Toontown. Um, so pretty cool. And they sell ha embroidered hats. So you can get a, a hat with your name on it if you want back here. <laughs> they have Pete's Silly Sideshow outside. There's a whole bunch of different signs for different activities that are related to the um, various circus things. But uh, Pete's Silly Sideshow looks kind of like it's a little fun. I'm going to go poke in there for a second. Oh, it's Meet Goofy and Donald. So it is the same deal where you actually have the uh, the meet and greet area back here. That was just a, the exit, I believe, was uh, was where that put you. And then there's some uh, fast pass distribution over here for um, for a couple of different things for Dumbo and for the Barnstormer. I haven't gotten to the Barnstormer yet, but I'll take a look at that in just a minute. Um, I might have to go in and say hi to Goofy and Donald. <laughs> the great Goofy and Donaldo. That's funny. Enter if you dare. Okay, I dare. It's funny. All right, I have to take my picture here, I guess. Well, that was a fun little lark, having a picture taken with uh, Goofy and Donald. Um, you know, they ham it up, and there I was, you know, just a, an individual coming in to get my uh, to get my picture taken. So the uh, cast members were all talking to me. Hey, so what do you do? Why are you, why are you coming here? What are you doing? So it's fun just to have a little chat once in a while and, uh, you know, ham it up a little bit myself. So um, I'm looking at the um, Splash, the Casey Jr. Splash area. This is really cute. I mean, it's very clever the way they've got it set up. It's just like the train uh, that uh, and the monkeys and the giraffes and some camels and everybody's spitting water. It's very, very clever. Very cute. I think it's, uh, it's adorable. And on a hot day, I can imagine how much fun this would be for the, uh, for the kids to play in. Maybe even the adults, I'm not saying. Um, but it's pretty cool, actually. I, I like it. Pretty impressed. Okay, so in the farthest corner, right by the uh, Fantasyland train station, is Goofy's Barnstormer. And the ride itself looks very much, I mean, it's obviously the same track that they had before when it was the, uh, um, barn, when it was truly the Barnstormer. Now it's the uh, Great Goofini's Barnstormer. And uh, what they've done is they've taken down the, uh, uh, taken down the, the, um, the uh, barn that was here. And so that's gone. And now they have like a sign that it looks like he, pu he pushed through. It's the Storybook, Storybook Circus Barnstormer. And he pushed through the sign uh, to get to it. And I think they repainted the cars too. They're all red instead of blue. 
But uh, otherwise, it looks like pretty much the same attraction. There's some cute little accoutrements they put up, like the um, like the control tower and the red flashing lights up there, just to kind of give you the feel of being at an airport. Uh, it's kind of cute the way they the way they've set this up. I, I think it's very very clever. That's the storybook circus area. It's very clever the way they've set it up. I think it's really cute. It has a very whimsical feel to it. It kind of matches up with the ideas that they had in mind. So the Dumbo attraction really does work here. And then the Great Goofini was a nice touch in the Soak and Splash area. Very, very clever. Very cute. So that's really nice. And the store, I think, is a nice the souvenir shop. is a really nice touch. We can get some different souvenirs um, by cotton candy and candied apples and whatever as well. So that's really clever. So we're going to duck around behind here, where the, um, uh, where the on the other side of the uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and walk along toward where the uh, aerial section is. So I'm just kind of taking my way up this way, and uh, let's see. You see the back of the castle from here, okay? Uh, they're doing the magic memories in you on the uh, castle, or some rendition of that, where they're putting pictures up on the castle. It's always kind of cool. Uh, so let's see. This is really, really neat the way they've kind of carved out the rock, or it looks like they've carved out rock, to look like um, it's uh, Ariel's Grotto or something around uh, Prince Eric's castle. This is very cute. I'm just, I'm totally overwhelmed and wowed by what they've been able to do here. I mean, this is amazing. When I look at it, this area that I'm kind of looking at, so I'm behind the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and looking at the, uh, the aerial section, this section would have been um, the outside edge of where 20k was so this was all the water feature before and now it's actually filled in and they have a water feature in it of course but uh, it's a completely different sort of thing they have here it's just really amazing what they've been able to do because you would never know that 20k was here now i gotta believe that somewhere hidden among all these rocks and everything is probably a 20k reference but i don't know where I know there's one in Pooh's um, treehouse over at the, um, the Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, but uh, I don't know if there's one here. I'm assuming there is, but uh, that may be an adventure to try and find that sometime or see if anybody knows it, where it is. So uh, kind of cool. So Ariel's Grotto, where you can meet Ariel. I think I'm not going to meet Ariel this time, but uh, that's pretty, pretty cute. You can go in and you can meet Ariel and talk to her. She's always fun. Okay. walk up a little further. I love the, uh, the water feature with the waterfall and everything. And you can hear the, uh, the Kiss the Girl song in the background there. The line will go down. Ah, under the sea with the Little Mermaid. I'm going to take a ride on that right now. So come right in here to the standby entrance, which is right here. Hi. 
There's Prince Eric's castle, very nicely done. Kind of looks like you're in the in the uh, movie, uh, the cartoon. Very cute. You kind of walk among it, and they did a nice job with forced perspective, so it looks a lot bigger than it actually is. You walk through the castle walls and through the gates and everything. This is really cool. I mean, I'm just totally overwhelmed. Now, the waterfall you see at the entrance here, I believe, is a representation or a close facsimile to the uh, waterfall that was at, uh, at the entrance to the 20K ride. It may actually even be in the same location or a very close location where that one was. Based on where we're standing now, I think it is actually the entrance because they used the show building, or at least the outer shell of the show building, to be able to create the, um, the uh, um, aerial London Sea ride. So they were able to use the, uh, the structure that was already there for the 20K because most of the 20K ride was inside a building. Um, so uh, they were able to use par- at least part of the building, at least the structure of the building, to be able to put the um, to put the uh, ride in. So I, am, I think the waterfall is actually in about the same place that the waterfall was. It's reoriented, of course, and it's got a different rock feature around it, but it's very clever the way they did that. So there's a little, there is a subtle tribute. We're walking by the waterfall now. It's so nicely done. The queue is very clever, too, because it's all themed out in the, in the queue. It's so long. Even with starfish stuck on it. Cool. <laughs> Pieces of ship. Dear friends, help the crab sort Scuttle's collection of human stuff into piles. If they bring out something that doesn't belong in the pile, point at it, and they will take it to Scuttle. Thanks. A little interaction piece there, I guess? Hi. That's cute. There's little, there's like little holograms stuck back in there where they've done this. So you can stand there and kind of be interactive with the crabs when they're sorting stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, that's funny. It feels like sorting stuff out. That's very cool. Very clever. A little interactive piece they put in there. So there's several of them along the way as you go along, so while you're waiting in the queue, you can play around a little bit. Looks almost three-dimensional the way they've set it up. That's really neat. I like it. Scuttle's great. That's really funny. He's being very interactive in there. 
wow, and this goes on. It's kind of like the Pirates in a way, where it's just this interactive queue. But you go back and you're, it's very well themed, and you're indoors, and you're kind of enjoying the, uh, the view a little bit. So there's all kinds of things going on back there, um, just different pieces that they have put together. That's really cool. I'm just totally amazed by that. And then we'll go on to the uh, clam mobile here.
that's in uh, Disneyland. Uh, they just duplicated it and brought it here. So I think that's, uh, that's pretty cool because it actually is, um, it's, it's very cute and it was easy to put in. And I will tell you that uh, something I noticed, I was looking up along the way and you can see the old catwalks that were part of the escape tunnel, escape route for the um, 20K ride. So the, the 20K ride, it was a, you know, you were pretend, that you were pretend going underwater and as you went along, they, you were inside a show building so that it was dark outside, so it looked like you were in deeper water. But the whole time, the uh, crew member, the cast member who was running the ship, uh, he was Captain Nemo's pilot or whatever, he was uh, up on a uh, sail up higher. And he could actually look out and see the catwalks the whole way. And if there was an emergency, they would just stop. They could get everyone out of the ship, out of the, um, the Nautilus, and just put them on the catwalk and you could leave. So you can still see all the old catwalks there. So they just connected all the pieces up to the catwalk. So... If you want to look for the direct correlation between uh, the 20K ride and what became of it and, you know, where we are today, really look at the Little Mermaid ride. Because if you look up, you'll see the catwalk and you can see the show building. You can see a lot of things in the show building that are really what they were when it was 20K. It's actually kind of cool in a strange sort of a way. They just put a new facade on it, of course, um, instead of being the entryway through a, um, through a cavern and you went into it. Now they've got this facade with the castle and everything that you can, uh, you can look at. So you go in and you see it. Now, a couple of hidden Mickeys for you. Uh, there's um, hidden Mickeys on the back of the frogs during the Kiss the Girl song. That's on the, as you're going through, it's the last part of the scene, just before the ducks are playing on the, playing uh, the, uh, the, tur- the turtles. Um, and uh, you'll see them, they have Mickeys, both of them have Mickeys on both sides of them. Um, so you can see those there. And also at the exit area here, you, uh, there's a giant hidden Mickey that's hidden among the rocks. If you look back among the rocks, you have to actually um, look back here to see it. It's a little tricky, but uh, there's a hidden Mickey that's kind of buried up in the rocks, and it's a profile view of Mickey, and it's very clever. It's, um, if you come just out of the cavern and look down the, uh, the little lake that goes along there, so Prince Eric's castle is on the right side, and then you're in the main part of the Fantasyland area on the left, just look, there's a, um, there's like a palm tree uh, to your left, then there's a one rock, then there's a second rock, and then off in the distance is a third rock on the left-hand side of the river. The middle rock, at the top of it, Mickey's in profile facing left. It's very, very clever. It's, I know it's intentional, and it's very cute, and I love it, and I think it's really neat that they did that. 
So, uh, and remember, you can check out Hidden Mickeys using my Hidden Mickeys app. That one is included in there. So uh, take a look at that if you want. I'll put a, a link to it in my show notes page. Well, I think that's all the time I have for now uh, to take you through the new Fantasyland. Next time, I'll finish off Fantasyland and show you the, tell you about the rest of the stuff that's here. So uh, for now, remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View Podcast. Show notes can be found on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. Looking to do some travel planning? Want to find an authorized Disney vacation planner? You should visit Destinations in Florida. Original music you hear in this podcast is courtesy of Sound On Music. You can find his music at ReverbNation.com slash Sounday. Our thanks also go to Doug for his continued contributions to the show. You can find links to other great Disney podcasts, as well as the latest Twitter feed and the Disney Buzz on DisneyPodcast.net. And don't forget to check out Dave's iPhone apps. There's a Hidden Mickeys app for finding and sharing hidden Mickeys at all of the Disney parks around the world. There's also an app designed especially for pin traders. You can keep track of all your pins and your wish lists. Please be generous with your time or a donation to Autism Speaks. We do hope that you've enjoyed your visit and that you drive home safely. Show number 140. Two.